drink, 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 drink. Shots, 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 shots. But it's a martini instead. Why doesn't anyone go martini, martini, martini? Stem, where, stem, stem, where, stem, where, stem, stem, where, stem, where. Previously on Booze and Buffy. He was overwhelmed by making a Manhattan. Yes, she That's, was. And oh, sorry. Sorry to misgender you, bartender who doesn't know how to make a Manhattan. He has a knife for a ham, bitch. <laughs> and I was like, hey, come over. Let's hang out. Let's watch Buffy. And I definitely pulled like the Netflix and chill. Yeah. But then when he showed up at my house, I was like, here's the Buffy episode we're watching. And I was just the next one that yeah. I was on in my watch through, which was this one. I love praying mantises because I am a praying mantis. Yeah. Hello, I'm Tyler, and I'm here with Harrison. Hello, welcome to Booze and Buffy. Here, we watch and discuss each episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. One by one, unufuna musiqueta. It's from the lank. No spoilers, because Tyler has never watched the show before. And Harrison doesn't have a Buffy the Vampire Slayer tattoo yet, so you're probably not a very good fan. I will fight you to the death over that, but regardless, Tyler, tell me which episode we're watching today. We're watching season one, episode five. Never kill a boy on the first date. Mm. 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 Which Solid is advice. a play on the word kiss. I get, I didn't like understand that in the episode. You're very clever. Which she does kiss him, so it doesn't matter. But she doesn't kill him. You're, you're right. Never Kill a Boy on the First Date was written by Rob Des Hotel. De Hotel. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it's Roberto De Hotel. He's of the hotel. Uh, of the room. <laughs> of what? Of the room. Of, oh, okay. Uh, and Dean Batali, and was directed by David Semmel. And this originally aired on March 31st, 1997. I would have been like. Five and a month. Five and just under a month. So, like, maybe we had my birthday party, like, later or something, you know, and it would have, like, coincided. Perchance. Perchance to dream. At the Roller Palace. My fifth birthday was totally there. My fifth birthday, I don't remember, but I was probably cute. It looked like, it was like a, a cinder block kind of building, but they, like, took out every other cinder block on the top so that it looked like a... I like castles. That's Evidently, where... you could get up there, and my friend's family owned it, but I never got on top of the roller palace, which I still regret. Yeah, you should. You should. Get... It, are there any Buffy episodes? Like, no spoilers, but, like, <laughs> are we going to go to a roller rink? Because mm. maybe that's more 70s, but, like, I, for me, it was still part of my I don't 90s. know. I think roller rinks were pretty 90s. Um... Uh, I don't know. They're like 16 years old and going to bars. So like, what do they have for roller rings? <laughs> Fair. Um, I don't. I I don't have any memory of a roller rink, but we will go very briefly to an ice skating rink. That kind of counts. Um, not really. Oh. and Buffy. What will we see? Buffy! What will we drink? Bourbon. Wine! What will we think? Harrison's seen it all. Fuck yeah. And Tyler hasn't. What vocab words will we learn that are gay? Slay. What vocab words will we learn that are gay? Yes. What is on the gay agenda for today? Outfits. What is on the gay agenda for today? Angel. It's Booze and Buffy. Alright, so why don't we talk about the episode? We gotta Actually, do a oh, toast first. Shit, we have to do a toast. Tyler, what are you drinking? I'm... Uh, it was started out of, like, I read the whiskey sour recipe and didn't have any of that stuff, so I was like, <laughs> this will do. Um, it's got some pineapple juice in it, which is sweet enough to cover up anything. I put a garnish on there, but it's, like, kind of sinking, so. So it's like a, so it's a whiskey sour, but instead of lemon juice, you use pineapple juice. Yes. 
Can I and take... I guess there's no sour mix either. Is there supposed to be sour mix? I think there? so. So that's not what the recipe said. So there. That's pretty good. I mean, so basically, you just mixed a bunch of shit together. Mm-hmm. Some bourbon and pineapple juice and oh, yeah, sugar and bourbon. grenadine and grenadine for color. It look like for your for your other senses, it looks like a tequila sunrise. It does look like, kind of like a tequila and it sunrise. Does, well, I think that's just the juice and the grenadine. But, yeah. Um, well, that's what it is in a tequila sunrise too. Really? Yeah, tequila sunrise. Tequila makes me. What does tequila make you? Is it horny or crazy? Take your clothes off. Oh, that's right. Tequila, tequila makes, makes me take my clothes off. I'm gonna take a picture. This is bourbon awesome. Bourbon also makes me take my clothes off. Oh my god. My clothes come off a lot. Only drunk when you're changing. <laughs> you're like, time for bed. Oh my god, I'm shit-faced. <laughs> Put my PJs on. Constantly. Um, I am drinking a gin martini uh, with a twist. But it's not really a twist because I'm really bad at like doing the twist. I tried. So I just cut off a part of a lot or a lemon. Our game was like stepped up today. Right. We like. Oh, there's a cherry in there too. We're killing it. Oh, those are those nice cherries that John's parents got us that we had when we made the Manhattan's. All right. Well. You want to do a toast? Yeah. What's the toast going to be? You do it this time. Oh. Okay. Here's to me. Yes. Here's to me. Cheers. Okay. That, I was expecting like a limerick, but you know. Here's to me, here's to pee, here's to we, here's to glee. I completely like visionary, you know. You should call me Emily Dickinson. <laughs> Theme. I I also lock myself in my house and write about death. I'm also a just sequestered lesbian. Was she? I forget. I. You I know, get my, I get my like early American poets confused. I don't. I I feel like maybe she was a lesbian, or like maybe we think she was a lesbian. Hold on. Hey Siri. Was Emily? Bitch, I know. <laughs> you talking back to Siri? Was Emily Dickinson a lesbian? Okay, I found this on the web. For what is Emily Dickinson a lesbian? That okay. Is Emily Dickinson a lesbian? I don't personally know Emily Dickinson, so I couldn't say. <laughs> well, there we go. Siri doesn't know. What about what about Sarah Teasdale? That's the one I was getting. Sorry. I she get lesbian? I Honestly, I just assume everyone's a lesbian unless they tell me otherwise. Which I think is very progressive of me. Yeah. So we're Buffy's in the graveyard with Giles. She kills a vampire, as she is wont to do. And Giles is a little critical of her. He's like, your form is sloppy. What an amateur. Right? And Buffy's like, vampire's dead, am I right? Mm. Um and then the Giles finds a ring Mm. and he's like, uh oh, I wonder what this is about. And then we cut to the the master, and the master's given a big old well, the monologue. Didn't really like. I thought like it was gonna have a power. No, something. I think it was just to indicate what like what group this of vampires this was. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, the the Aurelius. Aurelius, which is funny because that's my husband's last name. <laughs> um, when I watched, um, so I'm watching Buffy with John right now. Mm. Um, we're actually in season four, mm. which is funny because I'm like concurrently doing two watch throughs right now and am in different right. places for each. That's probably really informative for like, I don't know. Probably. Like that's how I would watch, uh, Arrested Development. I would be like, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we got to this episode and someone said it and John was like, what? That's my name. And I was like, yes, it's also the name of this vampire group. So, yeah, so the vampire, or the master is given, like, a, 
Um, underground, um, he's like do, doing his preacher sermon. Doing his he's preacher like, sermon. He's like Acts, Leviticus, verse two, chapter, blah blah yeah. blah. He's, and then he starts to improv. He starts to improv. Major drama queen. It took me a minute to like pull it together. I was like, oh, he's going off book. <laughs> he is not on script now. He doesn't. He pulls the whole like. He's like. Oh, and then one of the brethren are going to go out and get killed. Where is that in the fucking book? He's it's gonna, not! He was like, you're going to get hungry before you finish the job, fat ass. So, yeah, Master's not happy. And, you know, Bad Boss is taking it out on his other henchmen. Mm. Like, you know, that is not a job that I would want. And then, um... They're back to Buffy. Yeah, we go to the library. Oh, and Owen's like, can I find a book? And Giles is like, books? What are books? Oh, yes, I have a job. <laughs> this is literally the first time I've ever had to perform my duties as a librarian. Buffy's pretty sarcastic with him. She's like, yeah, kids come to school <laughs> to learn things, <laughs> and then they graduate. You know, Buffy is so sarcastic to Giles. And then later, when Giles is, like, sarcastic back to her, she's like, you're just abusing sarcasm. I'm like, okay, Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> so, Since um... Sarcasm isn't fully developed until your 30s, so... <laughs> we've got a few years to go. So, Giles is all, like, here's Emily Dickinson, and Owen's, like... He's a hunk. He's like, oh, I'm sensitive. I read poetry. But I'm also conventionally good-looking... And super into death. So into death. And Buffy's like, oh my god, I'm constantly surrounded by death. (laughs) And Buffy is head over heels. But Giles is like, "Uh -uh -uh. uh-uh-uh, you've got a sacred duty. And she's like, duty. Duty. And then she's like... (laughs) Um... Uh, he wants to go on a date with her. Mm. And, um, they see Owen in the library. And Cordelia just, like, knocks Buffy's fucking lunch tray out of her hands. Oh, that, I love that bit. Because then after he's, like, he stands up, he's like, well, who, who else? Yeah. She's like, what do you mean, Cord- who like, else? like, I'm going to the bronze. You should meet me there. He's, who else is going? She's like, What? No one's ever asked me that. But as, like, Buffy is falling head over heels, she just takes her lunch tray and places <laughs> it, it on top of all of Cordelia's food. Which, She's just like, uh... Like, she's not even looking that direction. Yep. She's, just like, locked onto Owen. Better than Cordelia deserves, frankly, in that moment. I live for that. Um, so Cordelia's not happy, but Giles... Not Giles. Giles and Owen make a date at the bronze. Um, Buffy, you know, usually and, Buffy's in like you know, crop top with boots, but in this scene, she had her orange like kind of go-go dress almost. What about no? I'm thinking in the beginning with the green with the like floral pattern. Oh something. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a different kind of dress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not my favorite one in the episode. I'll wait. Okay. Um. So Giles, Buffy and Owen make their date. Giles then goes to Buffy and he's like. Uh oh, doom and gloom. The master's gonna get a new servant, (laughs) the anointed one. And Buffy's like, But I've got a date tonight. And Giles is like, Tough titty. Three cut to the graveyard. Nothing is happening. But. But something uh, is happening in Buffy's outfit. Something is definitely happening in Buffy's outfit. Furry hoodie, it's like tiger stripes. Yes. Live it. Yes. I wrote tiger hoodie. What? Why? Looks cozy. It's cold (laughs) out for her, but like nobody else in the scene. Yeah, it's in Southern California, but she has her giant fuzzy tiger hoodie. Mm. So so nothing happens. Giles is like, I guess I got the knights wrong, and Buffy's like, peace, bitch. Those people are like on their way into town. Yeah, there's a bus full of people. Five people, like the prophecy said. What's the name of the town? Sunnydale. It's the Sunnydale Airport. That's where they're from. That's the van. Oh, I, I thought you were saying that's where they're from. Oh, they're, oh yeah, they're airport folk now. Like, 
30 Rock reference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, and there's this guy, and he's all fucking weird, and he's like, Jesus loves me, this I know, for I'm batshit crazy, so. At this point, I figured he was the chosen one vampire. Mm-hmm. Which after, I kind of already assumed it would be Owen. Mm. But quickly put that to rest. Oh, that's interesting. It was not Owen. No. Nor was it Jesus loves me, bro. Though I'm gonna make a, a bet. Okay. A wager, I guess. Owen is gonna probably die or become a vampire. Okay. One of those two. Okay. They kind of foreshadowed that at the end of the episode. He was like, I don't even remember what he said as they were kind of like, maybe we can go on another date. And then she's like, no. No. It's not me, it's you. Or she's like, it's not you, it's me. But she's definitely like, oh, it's you. <laughs> um, so Buffy goes to the bronze. Owen's there. But guess who he's dancing with? Go ahead, guess. Go ahead, guess. Go ahead, um, guess. Sarah Michelle Gellar. No, it was Cordelia. Um, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, and Buffy sees it and she's like, Deuces. Deuces. Um, yeah, but Owen doesn't look particularly interested. Like, Cordelia's like, put your hands here. Mm-hmm. She's like... He even says later, she, he was like, she's pretty touchy. She, yeah. I think he calls her grabby. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just imagine, like, as soon as Buffy, like, leaves, like, he tries to get away from her, and just Cordelia's like, grabby, 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 grabby. Um, like, claws. Like, <laughs> shit! <laughs> That's my impression of Cordelia. So, uh, the next day, uh, Owen's like, Buffy, where were you? And she pulls out the best lie ever, which was, my watch broke, and I don't have any clocks at home, so I didn't know what time it was, or what day it was. But whenever he gives her the watch which I figured at this point still thinking he's a vampire it's gonna mm. have like the Aurelius crest on it uh, I did not spoiler it was... alert it didn't um but <laughs> at which point Xander looks at his watch and his fucking Tweety Bird <laughs> yes cause Owens is this like beautiful like clearly like antique like pocket, pocket watch, watch. <laughs> and Xander's just like looks at his Tweety Bird watch it like, looks like the one that you gave John <laughs> like the, for your wedding oh your the pocket time. watch yeah. not the Tweety Bird watch oh my god they decided to make a date again that night for the bronze rain check I don't think we actually said like all the people on the bus are killed yeah um, and Giles finds out, and he's like, Buffy! The United Five one. people! Well, he shows up as, like, at the moment she thinks Owen's gonna show Owen's name is Owen Thurman, which I think is just, like, surprisingly close to Uma Thurman. Mm. Not, I don't Thurman. really know what she was doing in 1990, but... Uh, 1997. That would have been post-Pulp Fiction. Okay, so, like, she's... So, she's, she's a person. She, she existed. She's alive. She was a, she was a real, live, flesh-and-blood human. Um, in Vogue. So, um, Xander... I'm just gonna say, Xander rubbing me the wrong fucking way this episode. Yeah, I mean, so, so possessive of Buffy. And, like, kind of... The moment where it didn't read for me, the, like, I didn't understand what was going on. And he was like, oh, you don't bother me. And, like, clearly, like, it read as, like, y'all don't bother me, like, you and Owen. Yeah. But what he meant was, oh, like, change, I'll go over here. And he's, like, looking at Buffy in the mirror while she's changing. Which like, is creepy. Creepy. Don't do it. Boys. I mean, like, relatable, but creepy. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, and then he's, like, when they're talking to Owen downstairs, as Buffy's talking to Giles, mm. he's all just, like, don't even touch Buffy. Don't even look at Buffy. And it's, like, buddy. She doesn't like to be touched. She's, a yeah, like, two boundaries. Boundaries. Mm-hmm. You are crossing several Willow lines. really doesn't help at all in this scene. Yeah, Willow's just kind of there. She's just, like, uh. She's looking adorable yeah. in her braided pigtails and her little blue and green striped sweater. And Xander's wearing a shirt with, like, what looks like the fucking maze from Westworld, like, mm. all over it. All of his, like, print shirts are pretty horrible. They're bad. 
I think mushroom shirt is still oh, my like yeah. least favorite, but um, and I didn't. Print we kind of passed this already, mm-hmm. but we didn't talk about earlier in the episode. Bubby, 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 <laughs> Bubby, Buffy had Bubby the as I guy. wrote a big boob Target shirt. Yeah, as she was like being like, "Why does everyone hate me?" Blah blah blah. <laughs> Pity me. Nobody look at me. And then like Target, huge fucking like Target. Some office. dude says something to do in the hallway. I was talking whenever that moment happened but i figured it was something to that effect yeah i don't even think he says anything to her she's, she's like, like he just like problem? yeah he like walks near her and she's like look at buffy the freak it's like buffy <laughs> you know why they're looking at you like you're a freak because you're screaming look at buffy the freak but that was like the like 90s like old navy tie-dye shirts remember yes that? yes remember when they did the like three-tone dip dye uh-huh mm-hmm. remember when you would do that like make your own at church camp it was never that good never that good i actually had one that was given to me it's a, like a, it was a tie-dye shirt that was given into given to me by um this kid when i was like in high school mm. he I, he was like in like kindergarten or something and i was like his like buddy or what they did one of those like big brothers big sisters kind of it wasn't yeah it was like wasn't big brothers big sisters but it was something along those like that same idea like mentor you partnered with a kid who was younger and um and at the end of it like that year he like made me a tie-dye shirt and i was Aww. like that's really sweet it's, it was ugly but it was really sweet <laughs> um I think I wore it when I played um, when I played Leaf Coney Bear in uh, Spelling Bee. Um, so they go. She convinces Giles like it's probably not a big deal. You're not even sure. I'm gonna go to the Bronze, and Giles is like, I'll go to the morgue and check it out. Take and this Pedro Buffy has her. He does not know what to call. He, <laughs> He's like, she has a beep Her beep. beeping thing. So that all leads to the immortal line that as a newbie to the world of Buffy, you will find this is a very, very popular line in the Phantom. Mm. Buffy says to Giles, if the apocalypse comes, beep me. Mm. <laughs> um, very Kim Possible. Very Kim Possible. She, you know, you got to call her beep her if you want to reach her if you want to something something i can't remember the rest of kim possible song it's okay whenever you need me baby come and beat me if you want to reach me and with that we're going to take just a second to talk about the gay agenda and the gay vocab what vocab words will we learn that again yes. what is on the gay agenda for today Outfit. all right harrison it's that time again what time is it it's time for the gay agenda ah and on this episode, Never Kill a Boy on the first date. Well, I mean, I have my suspicions where you might go with this one. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, Emily Dickinson. Full stop. Oh. You know, like, I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> um, no, I see what you mean. Like, I mean, she's a battered, closeted lesbian, for sure. Uh, which is probably why I like her poems. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have a couple of moments today. Um, I mean, generally speaking, just Owen. He, he's dreaming. Yeah, he's dreamy and he's endorsed. He's endorsed. By all the gays. Um, we speak for all of them. Mm-hmm. We are well within our jurisdiction, I think. Um, he's a hottie. That's an obvious giveaway. Mm-hmm. So my other moment... And this one, I was a little conflicted on, but, like, I'm not going to be picky. Um, it's the the vampire in the morgue is, like, shirtless. Mm-hmm. And so, like, can I do, like, a, like, from the neck down? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Moment? Yeah, like, that. that's what I... Well, that was empty. I think. From the neck down... Vampire in the Morgue, for sure. Okay, so this is a big thirst trap episode for you. Yeah, it was, and he was hunky. All right. So, with that, what's our gay vocab for this episode? So, our next word for gay vocab, it seems pretty topical. Um, I know I've heard you say it before. 
Okay. Um, I think maybe out of context, maybe not the right definition. It is gonna be a fun one for you. I want you to guess it. Okay. It is dust or dusted. This is a verb. Any ideas? Well, I there's an obvious answer, but I'm gonna assume it's something different. Um, and I'm gonna say it's like something is like dirty and you have to clean it. Like when you're dusting your, okay. your furniture. Interesting choice. I think you should have stuck with your gut on this one. Yeah. It means exactly what you thought it meant. It means the same thing as the Buffy verse would imply to destroy the competition, a look or a challenge. Ah. Yeah. So like D- Buffy dusts the vampires. Mm-hmm. She dusts it. Did she? When did she do this in the episode? I forget. She. Uh, we actually don't see the vampire turn to dust in this one. Um, but she does kill him by throwing him in the furnace or the crematorium. Okay. Do vampires get dusted when that happens? Yes. Okay. We just didn't see it, but we know it happened. Okay. Because, like, even when a vampire is burned, they get dusted. Yep. Okay. It's just what happens to them. Yeah. Poor guys. Yeah. All right. Well, I tricked you. Mm -hmm. You did. Yes, I did. (laughs) In real life. IRL. IRL. Uh, So, Giles and... Giles goes to the morgue. Buffy and Owen go to the bronze. Uh, Willow and Xander decide to go with but or with Giles. Mm-hmm. And well, they have that moment where he's they're like, "Yeah, we have to go with them." And Xander's like, "We have to stop Owen." And Willow's like, "No, we have to go make Giles. sure Giles doesn't get killed." Um. So Giles shows up to the morgue, and he is like. That's another prediction of mine. All this, like, all this, like, just dumb boy behavior from Xander is mm. gonna, like, it's gonna come, it's gonna boil to a point. How do you mean? Like, he'll grow out of it, or, or it's gonna cause a problem? Yeah, like, he's, this is just good. They're priming this. Okay. He's gonna continue acting like that, and then, like, eventually, like, Buffy's gonna, like, tell Stake him off. Take him. Yeah, or he's going to become a vampire. I don't know. So, Giles is accosted by vampires. He runs into the morgue, barricades himself. Eventually hides in the... In a thing, yeah. But, but, but he, Buffy and... Or Xander and Willow come to the window, and they're like, we'll go get Buffy. They go back to the party, and everybody's Over like, the- hey, we should all leave, but for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's no one's very good at lying in this scene. But before they get there, Buffy is dancing with Owen and Cordelia comes up and she's like, oh, you're all here by yourself. And Owen's like, no, I'm here with Buffy. And then he's, she's like, oh, well, do you want to dance with me? And he's like, no, I'm here with Buffy. Turns around and she's like, we need you to be away. She, she is very like. She sends that right back. She does. She makes sure that she's got her arms around Owen's neck and then just like flips her insult back to Cordelia. It's very good. Yeah. Um, Cordelia skulks off. She's all pissy. And then... Angel walks in. Angel walks in and she says another very famous line. Hello, salty goodness. Mm. And she was like... Call an ambulance because that boy's gonna need some oxygen when he when he's when I'm done with him. And she like walks up to Angel mm-hmm. and he just walks away towards Buffy and doesn't even notice Cordelia. <laughs> and Cordelia is pissed. She's like, "What does this always happen to me?" Um, I need to say something about Cordelia's hair in this scene. Why? It's crimped. Oh yeah. It is not a good look for her. I mean, like nineties. It yeah. But they're just coming back we, with ostrich feathers. Ew, why? Because they like look the same. Interesting. Maybe not ostrich feathers, um, whatever the striped feathers are. Um, I very rarely will ever have anything negative to say about Cordelia's looks or outfits or hair, but not a fan of the crimp look on her. Oh. Not a fan of the crimp look in general. No. But reminds me of Lizzie McGuire. It's yes. Um, so Angel's like Buffy, we have work, and Giles, or Giles and Willow, Xander and Willow are like, oh, we're dating, and we're gonna go on a double date, which... Well, finally? Or just, like, how they respond? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, what a terrible lie, like, they need to get her away from Owen, 
And their solution is, let's all go on a double date, which blows up in their face because he is all into the idea of going to the morgue. Uh, Buffy convinces him to stay behind, but not really because he just follows them there anyway. Mm. Um, at which they find they get into a fight with the anointed one, we think. This vampire who we think is going to be the master's like warrior. And um, they, Buffy... She goes to find Giles. Giles. He's hiding in the thing. She gets um, in one of the dead body things. Um, She gets Willow. What's that called? uh, Dead body shoot? No, that's certainly not. Oh, it's probably like a a locker or something. Yeah. Something like that. Body locker. Body locker. Um, I'm going to call it a body locker until I'm informed otherwise. I mean, I guess so Giles and Buffy search all of that. They can't find the anointed one. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Willow, Owen, and Xander have found the anointed one. More accurately, the anointed one has found them. Or so they think. Or so they think. But regardless, it's not looking good for our heroes. I mean, he's like stronger than any of the other vampires we've seen. So Yeah, except maybe Luke. That one vampire from the, the first two he episodes. He was bulky. He was bulky. But this dude's, like, ripped. He is ripped. And also, not good at acting. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of his lines are really weird as he's chasing them. Yeah, well, he's like, pork and beans. And it's like, I think he means, like, he's going to eat them. Like, they are pork and beans, but... Like he's talking about, like, smelling them or something. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of this vampire who is was super religious in life because we got that he was doing like the 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 he's scripture. like i've been judged yeah like i i think that's a cool idea but this guy is just he's not good it's a weird character they get into the fight you know giles gets knocked, knocked out it's a two now two now uh owen gets knocked out as well but buffy thinks he's dead and she's he's not really knocked out for very like immediately she's like you killed my boyfriend and turns around and he immediately wakes up and yeah he does the the guy the vampire does say like he like hits him really hard in the back of the head with the locker door and he says dead um and to be fair that looked like it should have killed him yeah (laughs) like snapped his neck but um so buffy's pissed she's like you killed my boyfriend or no you killed my date they're not boyfriend and girlfriend yet yet um or (laughs) by the end of the episode at all but uh, he starts to come to, like you said, pretty immediately. And Willow almost says, like, Buffy, he's alive. But Xander's like, you know what? Let's let her get her aggression out on the vampire. <laughs> Which, I will say, I had a lot of issues with Xander's behavior in this episode. But that moment, I'm like, you know, I think Xander's right. It's, a, it's like, also manipulative, but, like, for the right reasons. For the right reasons, yeah. yeah. Like, she's clear... Like, she was losing this fight against this vampire until she got really mad. Yeah. So, like, let's let her kill him. And then... Um, so, they... It's like X-Men. Rage kill kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> they... Buffy shoves the, the, the vampire into the oven. Uh, Giles closes the door. He totally gets Mrs. Lovetted. Uh, hashtag Sweeney Todd reference. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, I was surprised that like that would kill a vampire. I don't, I don't know. No, they told us in the first episode, fire kills vampires. Okay, right. It's So, stick to the heart. Wooden, yeah. wooden stake to the heart. Decapitation, direct sunlight, and fire. Okay. About um, drowning. No. They can just breathe underwater. They don't need to breathe. They don't need to breathe. Um, holy water can hurt them but I can't remember if it can kill them I guess enough if you like drown them in it yeah um, and probably the same with crucifixes it like burns them so probably if you had enough of them but it's not an immediate kill yeah so that's the stun Owen's all I'm freaked out I don't like this dude bricks the thing on his skull yeah, like, I, he has good reason to be like, oh, I want to go home. Mm. Uh, so Willow and Xander get him home. Buffy goes home. 
the next day, Buffy's like talking to Xander and Willow, and she's like, oh, he'll probably never want to see me again. And then he comes up, and Willow's drinking a fucking, um... Kool-Aid jammer. Kool-Aid jammer! Mm-hmm. Yes! 90s, 90s. Made me want one real bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay, the thing with Kool-Aid jammers, and I never knew this as a child. Is that the... The, the lid. The lid. can you can you If you flip it, you can close it? Mm-hmm. I learned that recently. Thank you, Facebook, mm-hmm. slash Twitter, or whichever taught memes. me that. Thank you, memes. So then Owen comes up, and he's like, Hey, Buffy, can I talk to you? And it turns out he's like, after re- some reflection, he was like... I'm totally. I'm. I think he's I st- headed for breakup and one eighties. Yeah, he's like. I it think you're like the it. coolest person. And Buffy's like, oh, and she, I love this moment because her face like lights up. She is totally prepared mm. to get dumped. And he's like, I really like you. And she's like, okay, maybe this is salvageable. <laughs> but then he goes into like, the danger was awesome. Like I want to beat up a hobo. Yeah, and Buffy's like, oh shit. So he's like, let's get in a bar fight. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, How whoa, romantic, am I right? <laughs> so romantic. That's actually how you and John met. That is not how we met. <laughs> That's a story for another day. So Buffy, yeah, Buffy ends up breaking up with him. Mm-hmm. Um, she gives him the whole, "It's not you, it's me," but it's like, but it is her. It is her, but it's also it's both of them. Um. I, and I, I think this is, I think, I really like the scene after with her and Giles where he kind of confides in her, like, he didn't want to be a watcher originally. Um, he, but they, you know, they've been chosen for these sacred duties and they have. What I don't get is, like, he knew when he was 10 because his father's a watcher and it's mm-hmm. like, watcher's this, like, lineage thing. But, like, wh- who is the last slayer? We'll get into that. Okay, like the lore. We'll get don't, we'll don't get, get more into the lore of the Slayer. Okay, that's kind of like I was like, does fire kill vampires? And you were like, yes. Remember episode one? And I was like, oh. They haven't given us at this point a lot of the the Slayer lore yet. Okay, is all of that just like made up, or is it um, like based on like some? Some of it's based on real mythology. Like a lot of the vampire stuff, they can't be invited into your. They have to be invited into uh, to your home, yeah. like crosses, all that. Like that's mm-hmm. pretty standard vampire mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, reflections, the reflection thing, yeah. Okay. Um, but some of it, like the Slayer stuff, that's that was made up for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like the scene between Buffy and Giles, and I like Buffy's decision to break up with Owen. Not only because I find Owen to be just kind of boring. He looks like Nathaniel. He oh, from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He got he does kind of look like Nathaniel. But they're like ten years displaced, twenty years displaced. Yeah. So, no. Um, but he, I think Buffy shows some real maturity, like in that moment. She recognizes that this guy is going to be reckless. That if she brings him into her world, he's going to get killed. And she also recognizes that her, like, infatuation with him put Giles in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, it clouded her vision of what what she was required to do. Um, it's a nice thing. Um, and but she, she, she recognizes that. She tells Giles. And Giles is very supportive of her in the moment. And they, they have a very mature conversation. I really like it. Yeah. Um, then we cut to the master... And he first, it seems like he's really mad. Like he's he's reciting prophecy again, the same prophecy You're from like, the beginning. Oh, get choked this mm-hmm. time. He's, but then he's like, the Slayer won't know him, and he will lead her to hell. And at this point, I'm like, it is Owen, and then it's not. No, it's the little boy who we haven't even mentioned yet. No, but the little boy who was in the van. Um, so my my, I mean. They turned him into a vampire. They turned the other guy into a vampire. I think... This to, is the bit, that's the bit I don't know. Yeah, I think it was to distract Buffy. Mm-hmm. To distract... He's there to distract her while the other vampires are, like, getting the kid to the master. Mm-hmm. And also, she kills him, so now she thinks she's killed the anointed yeah. one. So the master is... A distraction. A, a step ahead of her on that front. Um, so, ooh, while we talk about you said the little boy is from the car crash, mm-hmm. 
And that was my favorite musical moment of the whole episode. Not the band and the Bronx. Um, They were fine, but... Oh, excuse me. They was... It was just the car crash sequence. Uh It's just, like, this, like, orchestral background music, but it's all made on, like, a MIDI keyboard, and it just sounds, like, really dated. It's just, like, fake trumpet noises (laughs) like that, and... It was really corny. Nice. Sounding. Um, on the note, while we're on the note of music, the band at the bronze is, yeah. I looked it up, is Velvet Chain. Okay. And they are... You were I, singing along at one point. I, I'm not, I'm not like a fan of theirs. Like, I'm not really not super familiar with their music, but they are very, exactly the sort of music I listen to. <laughs> Just got, like, very, I mean, it was that very 90s angsty, like melancholy there's a female singer and she's like kind of wispy very yeah. wispy yes um she sings in her head voice there's uh, so I was into them also at the end when Buffy is breaking up with um with Owen the song that plays is Kim Rishi's huh with Uma Thurman with Uma Thurman what has that moment with the lyric it's like she's not the girl Something and it just shows her face being all emotional and it's just like song, song, some lyric about like, being a girl. She the song is "Let the Sun Fall Down" by Kim Ritchie, okay. and I really like that song. I really love. Um, I first heard it on Buffy, uh-huh. and I always forget that it's in this episode. I always equate it with, frankly, a more significant moment than. Um, than Buffy breaking up with Owen. <laughs> because when I listen to the song, I'm like, oh, this is like an emotional song. Like, it must have happened in, like, mm-hmm. one of the real heartbreakers. And then I watch this episode, and I'm like, oh, it happened here. And it's a nice scene. I like it a lot. But I'm like, it's not... I wasn't at the end of it. I was like, no, Buffy and Owen. Now, if it had been Buffy breaking up with Uma Thurman, then maybe I would have been heartbroken. Uma <laughs> Thurman. Um, so... Yeah, so it's never kill a boy on the first date. We covered music. We covered a lot. I think the the Cheetah Jackets, by and far, are the favorite. Yes, yes. By and large, is it by and far? Whatever. Eh, it can be both. By and large, far. Um, by far, large. By far, large. Yeah, this is, a, this is an episode I enjoy. It was all right. It's a middle-of-the-road one for me. I like it thematically... We really delve into this des- this desire Buffy has. We've touched on it so far every episode, but this is the first one that's really like Buffy really wants to do these normal girl things. In this case, it's date. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I I'm getting less of the camp and like the cheesiness from this, but specifically Buffy and Xander. Like Xander's a dumb boy, and he's like. Mm-hmm oblivious obviously but like she they're both kids yes so like they're both kind of doing that in their own way like she's falling head over heels for owen before like really she even knows who this dude is Mm -hmm. he's deep like yeah they're both i don't know xander's obviously a little more sickening in that way yeah i I see some of the same kind of from her i agree i think you're right we see and but i think in Buffy's case, Buffy acknowledges it at the end of the episode. She was really immature during this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that desire for this normal thing, this date with a cute boy, overrode everything else in her brain. Mm-hmm. And it nearly got Giles killed. It nearly got Owen killed. Mm-hmm. Um, I So I think you're right. I think that that immaturity is present in both of those characters. Mm-hmm. I think Buffy has an easier time recognizing it in herself yeah, yeah. than Xander does. Because Xander is... I mean, we see it. He, he His... His displays in possessiveness mm-hmm. of Buffy, which I really don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also less... I mean, I think it's less justified in Xander's case. Yeah. You know, I mean, I get it. He's a teenage boy. Yeah. Teenage boy is gonna it's teenage boy. Yeah. Um, at least on Buffy's perspective, I can be like, okay, Buffy's got this huge burden on her. Yeah, like her behavior seems more justified. Yeah, it's it's not like it's still 
she made bad decisions in the episode. But, but it I, seems like it's on a bigger scale. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's a it's an all right episode. Um, Buffy Buffy is the main focus here, but we do deepen her relationship with uh, Giles a bit, which is really nice. Um, Xander's crush on Buffy is on the forefront, and it is it's not a good it's look. not a good look. Mm-hmm. Um, Cordelia's mostly around for for humor. Can Just, I make another prediction? You may. Can we give Xander a haircut? <laughs> is that a prediction or just a wish? That's a request. <laughs> I mean, like, I get it. It's the 90s, but goddamn. Um, Willow also doesn't have much to do this episode. No. She's, she, she didn't even, like, oh, I can hack that. Like, yeah, she didn't hack a thing. Or, like, um, was not. Like, the most technology was the beeper. The, the pager. The, or as Giles calls it, beep beep. her beeping thing. <laughs> Um, that could be anything. Yeah. Is there anything else you needed to... Hey, we mm, covered a lot. Oh, there was a stunt double whenever he threw the uh, vampire in the in the the master. Oh, yes. Chokes the first dude. Yeah. Or punches him or whatever. Um, my reactions and predictions. What did I say? Um, maybe Owen's probably going to die if he's not important. Okay. Or become a vampire. But I think... I think Xander's behavior is going to continue. And maybe Buffy's too. But, like, whatever his comes to will kind of supersede Uh her immaturity. And... I think that'll end up getting his little heart broken. (laughs) And... Um, poor Xander. Poor Xander. Um, but they also did that bit about Xander and Willow dating for mm. that hot second. Yeah. So like, I don't know where that where to go with that. Because um, we know Willow's. She's got a feel for she's him. She's got a feel for Zand. She popped a Zan. <laughs> um. Couple bars. Um. What about? Let's see. Guesses for things. Maybe we're learning more about Giles. Uh-huh. He was like, when I was a child. He also had a really British moment. What was it? Oh. Something. Where, like, nobody understood what he said. Or something like that. <sighs> Shit, I can't remember. I wish he was in the library. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, we're learning more about Giles. Um, but no, uh, Angel, whenever he saw Owen, he was getting a little jealous. A little jealous. We didn't really talk about that much, but uh-huh. yeah, Angel... Which is a weird feeling for an archangel to have. <laughs> oh, he's an archangel now? That makes he's not sense. just a regular angel, he's a full-on archangel? I don't know. I just, I, I think that's where that's going. Okay. Because it explains, like, how he's kind of mystical and not a vampire slayer or a vampire. Like, I think he's another mystical. He's something thing. different. Okay. He's, like, a different thing. He could be a werewolf for all I know. Werewolf. Did I guess it? I, I'm not going to tell you. And I'm going to vary my reactions to your guesses so you can't read my tell. Oh. My William tell. Uh, so, overture. Okay. <laughs> uh, what about um, who else is there Cordelia's getting like more and more upset with Buffy huh. I feel like she's gonna maybe meddle okay. in their affairs I don't know how um, after she has her medically prescribed lunch of we course we didn't see mom yeah mom wasn't here this week um we what else? Yeah, there was no like parents just don't understand vibe uh-uh. on this one. Giles, maybe. a little bit out of Giles. My my substitute parental figure just just like, doesn't understand. Yeah, she wasn't like you don't understand. She was like you must understand. Like uh-huh. I need to do this as opposed to the other yeah. way around. And Giles is honestly pretty understanding. Pretty understanding. He's like, all right, I'll let you go. Yeah, when. When he when she has figure. to be there, he he insists that she is. But when he feels like maybe she doesn't need to, he does let her go off and try to 
live that life. Of course, he is less than pleased when Owen's at the morgue with them. He's like, when I said you had to fulfill your sacred duties and date, I didn't mean at the same time. Duty. Duty. Um, um, There's really, we don't know any other characters yet. Not really. Um, Our big ones so far have been, obviously, our, our core four of Xander, Willow, Buffy, and Giles. And then Delia. Cordelia and Buffy's mom, mom are kind of the ancillary characters. Um, the principal, but we didn't see him this week either. The master. And the other the master. Guys. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the master. Where do you think that's... And Angel, of course. We talked about that. But the master... Well, if the... That was a towel. What? You were like, the master. Oh, and Angel, of course. Well, I mean, I forgot to list Angel with, like... Mm-hmm. Joyce and um, so uh, maybe he's Cordy. evil. I don't know. Uh, the master, though. So this is only one step. He needs the chosen one or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's got to get out of his shimmery bubble prison. So that'll happen. I, 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 don't, I mean, is she gonna murder the little kid? I mean, he's a vampire. But like. I feel like that'll probably be difficult. Kind of like whenever they kill a dog in a movie, you know. You're right. Very I'd rather them kill kids in movies than talk. So, okay. So we've got, we've predicted some things. Uh, shall I tell you the name of the next episode? If you want to predict what's going to go okay. on there. Yeah, yeah. The next episode is called The Pack. The Pack. Oh, yeah. Werewolves, totally. Okay. Werewolves? It's werewolves. Okay. It's werewolves. Next week, werewolves. Or, like, some sort of beasts. Some sort of beasts. Hairy mammals. Hairy mammals. Mammal monsters. Mammal monsters! Gotta catch them. Gross. Cool. All right. Anything else? Uh, I made a lot of predictions. I'm I'm spent. Thank you for joining us on Booze and Buffy. We'll be back next week with The Pack. I'm Tyler, and you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at... TG Dipple. I'm Harrison, and you can find me on Instagram at Harrison Alexander Kaufman and on Twitter at Harrison Kaufman. That's C O F F M A N. Each week, we like to give a shout out to a worthy charity or nonprofit. This week, we're shining a spotlight on Random Acts. The mission of Random Acts is to conquer the world, and that's why I like it. <laughs> One act of kindness at a time. They are here to inspire acts of kindness around the world, both big and small. They provide a vast network of caring people with the encouragement and support they need to change lives for the better. Random Acts inspires many amazing things around the world every day, from small acts of kindness, such as inspiring someone to buy a stranger a cup of coffee, to much bigger acts of kindness, like building a school in San Juan del Sur, Nicaragua. Visit randomacts.org for more information. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, at Twitter, at Booze and Buffy. Or you can email us at boozeandbuffy at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube, where Harrison will release a short video episode called Spoiler Corner with Harrison. And I don't know anything else about that. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tyler, what do you think everyone should do? Go slay. What else? Be gay. I agree. <laughs>